Yeah, so uh, you're now tuned into another amazing episode of Hip Hot Heads, episode number 35. I am No Sage along with Novak as always, where we discuss our favorite hip hop moments. And we got a friend of the show back. Rashad was on episode seven. Welcome back, sir. Adele, glad to be back. Yeah, bro. And um, me and Novak have been trying to link up with you for a while to see how we can get our special guests here. Fell the general. The general bish. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. My bro, my man. Yo, I'm glad you were teasing earlier. You're going to drop something new this year because it seems like you at least drop the new project every year lately consistently. So For sure. Got to keep it up, man. Uh, I had a baby this year. She just turned one in October, so, you know, that's out the way. So now I've been writing the whole whole little time, man. So a a guy like me, I got to go through, like, some cats just drop album after album and... You ain't even learn nothing in between the albums. I kind of gotta live a little bit so I can, you know, share some knowledge to the to the people that's really listening. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we're gonna get into that knowledge. We're gonna get into you living because um, there's a couple things that was uh blowing up my brain that I want to tap into, but I just want to hit up with some of the stats, man. So like, obviously, you a hip hop artist from the South Side of Chicago, right? And you a real yes, one sir. bringing it in this mumble era and whatnot. But um, like facts, like uh. Your Vivo vids like almost are damn near fifty thousand views. Your uh, YouTube channel is definitely over like thirteen k, and then like you got a Spotify song up there that got like um that send this bitch up song like you know like <laughs> over a hundred hundred thousand plays, man. So man, you you've been putting in that work, man. Slowly but surely, man. Slowly but surely, yes, sir. I'm just trying to try, trying to learn learn what I need to learn to get to millions of people, you know. But yes, sir. We're getting there slowly but surely, one fan at a time. That's why I appreciate y'all having me on, man. That, that's sending that bitch up, man. That man, that track, man, that track is hard, man. Very tough, very tough. Shout out to uh, original super legend. That's the producer, you know. Would it wouldn't have that sound without him, man. He actually been on because he wanted to make a Morse code too for like the last two to three years. But I've been kind of just like having him hold off, man, because I, I ain't ready yet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, send his send his bitch up. That that track real tough. Shout out to Runway Bella. She, you know, came through, laid her verse on that, went real crazy. You know, she was crazy back then, man, for sure. Uh, your whole demeanor on that whole demeanor on Morse code is vicious, man. That track blow is real nice. 
Yeah, I be riding around, man. It's it's messed up. You riding around, somebody pull up to the window. What's that? What's that you play? That's Bell. One of my guys is like, where I get that from? I'm like, let me drop you his Instagram and everything. So yeah, you blow up just by driving around the city because a lot of people want to know what that sound is, man. Somebody yeah. trying to tell me, nah, that's gotta be Benny or somebody. Nah, that's Bell. That's not Benny. That's Bell. Get it right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Been doing it before before he got there. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> Let's let take time, man. We're going to get them one by one, man, for sure. I appreciate you putting anybody on, for sure, man. So, Veli, man, like, I've, I've been playing your, your tracks for a while, ever since Novak introduced me to you and Rashad, obviously. But um, when I finally tapped into your videos, bro, like, <laughs> you've got some artistry on display. Like, obviously, I can feel the grime and the tunes, but, like, on the videos, like, you got some dance moves, you got some kung fu moves going on. Like... Yeah. You've been putting in that work, man, just like that one track. I'm like, this is this is Belly right here? Who is this? Crazy thing about that really working <laughs> joint, man. I was supposed to have, like, some footworkers, but uh, everybody declined on me, man. They was like, yeah, man. They ain't, I think I guess they, they didn't think I was serious. So I was like, you know what, Trill? Shout out to Trill. They shoot all my movies, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, don't worry about it. I'm going to sit this jack. I'm gonna smoke some smoke, smoke this weed, and I'm gonna just turn it to my own little footwork or break dance a little situation, <laughs> man. <laughs> just gotta keep you gotta go with the punches, man. Sometimes, but I try to like to like uh, keep it creative, man. So like with the Kung Fu joint, you know, we went down to Chinatown, got some It Man suits, you know what I'm saying? Went over there and just had fun, you know. Just try to keep it creative, man. So what I'm learning is I don't put out enough videos. So for this album, man, I'm gonna try to attempt to get at least like four to five videos off this album, man. Cause that's what people we want. They want to see a little more videos for sure and content, man. So I'm gonna try to pick it up for sure. Uh, that, that, walking through Chinatown, man, I was cracking up, man. I mean, I'm like, I know all the restaurants, all them spots, man. I want to know, man, where can I get the Komodo from? I mean, I'm looking at, you got that game of death play fit on in, in that video, man. Man, it was uh, it was actually a little. Uh, we went down to China. I, uh, I went on Google. Man, I need a need a need a uh, China need a uh, master karate suit. Man, they sent me to this spot right next door, and we went down there. Man, they was probably like thirty five dollars a piece. Man, I grabbed them real quick. Yeah, I grabbed them real quick. I said, man, it's a piece up. It's uh right here in uh, Washington Washington Park Lake Shore Drive area. It's like a little China, little little. Uh, like a the Chinese garden. Yeah, that Chinese garden, man. We went over there and made it. Got into fruition, man. It was crazy because it was people there, man. Me and my guy Holmes, you know, we used to, everybody used to do the little play flight back back, back in the day. So I said, man, just put this uniform on, bro. We're about to, <laughs> about to make it look good, man. So it's crazy because a few people hit me up like, yeah, I ain't know you knew karate. It's like, man, you know, that's how that's how you know Trill just a real good shooter, man. Cause I don't know how to do karate or footwork, but you couldn't tell if you looked at both of those videos to some people, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm gonna ask that same question, man. I saw I'm like, I'm like, what I'm like, what style is that? That tiger crane, what you what you up on, man? <laughs> hey, look, that's called womp your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> that's called womp your ass style, bro. Just just watch. <laughs> You know, growing up, man, you know, listening to Wu-Tang and all that shit, you always watch the movies, you know what I'm saying? So me and Rashad, even back in the day, we always just played around, you know what I'm saying, with the Chinese moving the mouth more times than you actually moving, you feel me, and all that. We just had fun on that video, man. It was actually cold as shit, too. 
Uh, that's why you're moving fast. That's why you're moving fast out there. I saw that. Exactly. I saw that Hulk get on your point, exactly. point exactly. Yes, sir. Was those Japanese gardens by um? What is it? By Museum of Science and Industry, right? Like yes, the, sir. Yeah, right, right in the back of it. Yeah. Yes. yes. You walk in there and you feel like you're in a different world, man. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, it went. It went perfect with the video, man. I just try to. Stay creative and use what I got without spending a lot of money. So, hey, you can walk over there for free. All you got to do is ask the people, hey, can we please just use this thing? And the whole time they just sat to the side and watched and actually clapped once we was done, man. So it was perfect. <laughs> but, yeah, man, like um, there's so many things, so many genres that I, I feel in, in, your, in your, uh, your music. You obviously perk my brain, like when you're talking about the woo, right? So, like, when you're talking about the kung fu joint, I think there was a bar you had, it might've been on the newer album where you were talking about Hadouken from Street Fighter, but you oh, flip yeah. it on some like, oh yeah, man, like something like how you kid or some shit. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is uh, all of my Kung Fu, like nerdy, like stuff like blowing up all in one plate for me right now. Yeah. You know, you know, we grew up uh, watching, watch, man, like it's crazy how, how big karate and like, martial arts was growing up you know what i'm saying but you know street fighter was was definitely one of those games you know what i'm saying and basically just metaphor and i hit a nigga with a high duke hit you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah man now, i grew up on that street fighter man we grew up handing out them uh ales to rashad on that uh on that soul <laughs> caliber <laughs> Uh -oh, nah, that's all make believe, there. but it's all good though, bro. Nah, like he he had a he was real big into like real big controllers, which is kind of crazy to me. And you know, he was like, Yeah, I programmed all these buttons, and all these buttons do like certain moves, but for some reason he could never get any of those moves out with any of those buttons he was pushing, and he looked like he was playing the piano trying to fight. So all that is there's more. I got video of this, so you know, don't, don't let him don't let him gash and say he was wolfing me because he definitely wasn't. And I got people to back that up for me, so it's all good. Man, taking on all day, man. Looking for people. That's crazy. I, I haven't played any of those games in so long, man. Definitely grew up on yeah. Free Fighter, definitely grew up on uh, Soul Calibur, Tanky and Streets of Rage. Killer instincts. Like, oh yeah, man! Killer instinct was crazy. Man, that killer. <laughs> you had a hyper. You had an ultra combo go off, man. You know somebody got somebody got washed up. Yes, yeah, so I used to do it. Like back in the day, used to have arcades. Used to go to the arcade and and play. I guess all kids don't got arcades now. They just they just call you up and get uh, on get on and live and, <laughs> and they stream with you. But it's all good. It's the same flavor though. I still yeah, I, 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 I always I always try to uh just try to throw like familiar stuff, you know, to our era, you know, in, in the music, man. You know what I'm saying? So like on this new album, I got a joint called Streets of Rage. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. So so I'll be just trying to metaphor it to to the streets, man, to where we from, you know what I'm saying? So it makes sense. And then, you know, the real ones like ourselves pick it up and then it sometimes go over people's heads as well. Yeah, I see all the shots off the CBS, man. Yeah, we, yeah, I saw them. We went through them Cavaliers a few times. That was before your time, but we we touched yes. it on the CBS a few times. Oh man, yeah. But wow. What's what's cool? Went to Saint Rita, and then I went to Saint Rita, and I went to family. I, I saw y'all a lot at Rita at different shootouts and stuff like that. 
Oh, yeah. Then we bumped, uh, bumped heads with Dunbar and stuff over there. Dunbar, you know, you win the game, they want to fight. They told you, you won the game and whoop y'all ass, though. I'm like, damn. So, yeah. Yeah, same really, yes, sir. We had, uh, um, we, uh, they was actually trying to recruit me to get over there, man. We used to play them, play them a few times, man. They was trying to recruit me to get over there before I went to CVS. It's perfect at the V, man. I, I almost ended up at Simeon, but that's another story. But yeah, they had me over there about to be in the warehouse. I was about to who with, with man, it would have been totally different. I who with D Rose, man. I ended up playing against them though, so. It was decent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got you got a lot of, I mean, the Chicago coaches all through the videos, man, especially that Boom Shakalaka video. You know, that yes, one, that, that, I love that video, man. That video is yes, hot. Sir. Got the yeah, weed spots in the background. Yeah, shout out to Shaw, man. He found that spot, man. One of his guys had uh, got a creative cave joint up north, and Basically, it's just a whole little warehouse full of different scenes, man. And we just put it together, man. It was, it was pretty dope. Actually, a real quick video because that's how many scenes he got. So we just put it all together, man, real smooth. Yeah. And it's, it's actually a little, it's, it's kind of different from how we used to do videos. Like I was talking before, we never used to get permits and we never used to get permission to shoot a video. So all of the videos, like guerrilla style, illegal places where you could have got arrested for like trespassing. Um, and, you know, a lot of the videos like Trill, it's like, do we, should we be in here? Like, nah, nah, we, we got to hurry up. So let's just film this video. And let's get this over with. We would, like a couple of the videos are like, like live action uh, footage going on in the street. You know, the police could have ran up any time. Like, what's going on here? Like, everybody, we got prop guns and, and everything on set. So it used to be oh, very, very, very different. Now we kind of tone it down. It's still illegal. Like, we don't get permits. But the one, one video where, like, downtown the financial district where we're walking into banks with, like, yeah. disguises on. It's like, like a heist. Almost like a heist yeah. video, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's security. You could, security at the desk, like cold red. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of our videos was dangerous, man. Like we went in a bandit church one time, and it was like pieces was of falling down, falling off, man. It was like, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be tough, man. But when they come out, man, it'd be beautiful, man. It wasn't Saint Dorothy's, was it? No, I was messing. <laughs> no, it was. It was. Oh, uh, it wasn't Saint Dorothy, but it was. Oh, well, St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence on oh. the uh, grammar school. Yeah, it's no longer yeah. there, actually. Like, the building doesn't even exist anymore. It's like old folks' home or something. So a lot of people wonder where we get our, like, where'd you shoot that from? And those places don't exist. So it's pretty cool to see that on still on YouTube and on screen to, you know, get a peep of old Chicago still because a lot of it's being replaced and reconfigured to other stuff. Yeah, so Rashad, yeah. say, say a word about like your uh, videographer because it seems like even though y'all are doing guerrilla filmmaking, like it seems like it's shot very nice and cinematically clean. Oh, for sure. What's, like, up? I, What's up with that? And and how did you and Vel like connect too as well? So shout out to um, Trill. I'm not gonna give his real name because he'd probably be mad if I gave him his real name. But his <laughs> trilogy, I've known Trill since the fifth, no, since the fourth grade actually. Yeah, the fourth grade, we've, we've been in grammar school, 
grammar school friends. They went to the same high school. Uh, we beat St. Rita also. Just wanted to put that out there. Uh-oh, wait a minute. No, no, we went to the, and um, so we just connected. We've always stayed in tune with each other. And um, he was in a hip hop crew, like in high school, those were the thing. Like he was a part of this crew, uh, Ill Nature. And when Vail started rhyming, I called, I immediately hit Trilla, like, yo, I want you to listen to my cousin, give me some tips, give me some pointers. And he was like, yo, you want to shoot a video? I'm like, you shoot videos now? Like, I have no idea what you're doing. He was (laughs) like, yeah, I shoot videos. I'm like, all right, cool. So his first video, uh, we shot it, and it just continuously got better and better and better. And the cool thing about him, like a lot of videographers, they, they'll they have it in their head what they want to shoot. He's like, yeah, man, it's like, whatever. We, we'll shoot whatever, whenever, however. Uh, I'll just take the direction from you guys, and we'll go from there. So it's been a pleasure working working with him. Uh, it's like a, like a partnership, so to speak. Like he'll call me or like, yo, we need a video. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm about to call Ville. I'm about to go over his house. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> all right. So yeah, he's he's done all of the work and the work has been phenomenal. And it's it's a little cleaner every single video. Every time, for sure. Definitely improved. Every I single agree. time it's improved. I agree. And, and Facts. the the way me and Vail connect, that's like actually my cousin. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh used to play around with the music and uh we had a we had a little laptop and it had like a little recording session a studio on there and that's back when we used to record with like the headphones that had the the headphones that had the mic that come down you feel me so we put so much music on it i ended up needing yes, my sir. my computer clean and puzzle <laughs> had just graduated from depaul with like a with, with with like a degree in computers, so I'm like, man, cause fix the fix the computer, and once he fixed it, he was like, yo, let me check out these files, and he's like, yo, we start doing this, and from there we was like, yo, let's just go ahead and put this out. Yeah. So at first it just started off as fun, and then once I got around shot, I started more understanding like the hip hop lane of it. You know, it was more so just about rapping and having fun, and you know, just having fun, man. But once I started learning hip hop, it just went to another level, man. It's like I went to the Shaolin Temple, you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> had to, had to go through all 18 different phases and stuff, man. Crazy, man. I respect you walking us through that because I don't think this generation understands the difference between rap and hip hop. And you almost made it seem like it was a rite of passage because, like, you know, there's always a message when you're trying to push the hip hop envelope. So I truly appreciate sure. you yeah. lining that up. Yeah, probably like four years ago, Shaw was like, yo, do you do you want to make music for us to listen to or do you want to make money? And that's the difference, you know what I'm saying? Like hip-hop, you're going to uplift the people, you know what I'm saying? Try to, I mean, you still have a good time. You still tell them everything. It's just, it's just going to be like a more uplifting message, man, opposed to getting the money. Now, when it's time to get the money, it's yo, F you, suck this. <laughs> Op this, shoot that way, and then that's what sells, man. It's kind of crazy and sad, but that's how it worked. But that's where, and you got to throw the Ebonics in there because my real people understand it, right? To quote you, uh, right? <laughs> Chicago Ebonics was very tough. It was actually supposed to be a track Kata made to uh, Buck from Psycho Drunk. Oh, no yeah. way, for real? Yeah, so like if you go back and listen to it, I catered the, the cadence, the flow, the voice, everything was. 
set up for him. So it's like uh I sent it to him. He was like, yo, this track is dope. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like custom made for you, bro. He's like, yeah, it's really dope. I'm like, yeah, come on, just latest 16. Let's make history. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like, yo, I'm gonna charge you 2500 I'm like, like, man, 2,500 kind of steep. And then at the time, me and Vic Spencer was already like locked in, man. Vic was like, yo, I'll jump on for free for the respect, man. So I just went with Vic and we ended up doing better, man. Uh, It's crazy. I put it out on Facebook. If you go check it, the video out on Facebook, it got like almost 82,000 views on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So it did real good on Facebook for sure. Yeah. I love uh, that. I yeah, that Chicago, Chicago Ebonics was very tough. Very tough. That's crazy. That was built for Buck, man. You can hear you hear his whole cadence on that track almost. Yeah, yes, sir. You can hear it. Yeah, you can definitely hear it. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely try. I'm like, man, this is gonna be like an alley oop for him. You feel me? <laughs> That's how it be sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like uh I respected his price. He ended up eventually come down to fifteen hundred, but at the time it was like Vic was way Vic was blazing. He was like with Westside Gun and mm-hmm. all those guys. He's like, "Yo, Vic, I'm gonna do it for free." I'm like, 10-4. Yeah. <laughs> ten four, yeah, ten four, man. Yeah, freebie fifteen hundred any day of the week. And, exactly. and but yeah, but for straight, you threw him a lob, man. That, that been his way stuff right back into the mainstream almost. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, That's and, and it, it was just a way to stamp me like, yo, Chicago legend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You you on there with Chicago legend? This legend be on everybody else legendary album when they come through. You know, you Cameron came through, did a song with him. You know, Twister got him on his album. You know what I'm saying? Buck be on a lot of people's albums going crazy. So we eventually still gonna get the work in because over the years he just been like. He hit me up in the DM like, yo, I really wish I would have. I'm like, yeah, no, I really wish you would have did it too, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to end up cooking something else for him for sure. No, I love it. You're still cooking. You're still, you're still doing doing it. I, I'm actually also curious on that that heist video. Um, You had somebody that had like a mask on. That wasn't Rashad in the background, right? What's up? Like Rashad be making appearances in some of these videos, but. That was my boy like. Oh, it looked like an MF Doom mask or something like that. Yeah, that was my boy Jay, man. <laughs> Shout out to Jay and Juju, man. Yes, uh, he was uh, he was my road manager, even though we weren't hitting the road yet back then. Yeah, that was my that was my guy, man. He he just wanted to play like some strange looking security guy when it was time to count the money up. Yeah, shout out to Old Mecca too, man. We put that joint together real smooth, man. The the craziest thing, like the the vision before we shot that, I was like, if we can get them coming running out of the bank, and it was like, I don't think that's a good idea where we are if we run out the bank. I'm like, nah, it'd be perfect if we run out the bank. Well, actually, might catch people chasing them. He was like, yeah, but we don't want to go to jail. I'm like, well, we didn't do anything. He was like, we don't have permits to film this this way. I'm like, look, man, just cut it. Well, we run it out the bank with bags or a briefcase or whatever. We're just running paperwork flying out of the briefcase. Then we'll cut the scene to where we're by the federal building. So it's look like we're running. We're breaking out. He's like, yo, that is that's dangerous. We're not going to I'm not going to film it that way. So that right. was the it's, it's, it's a lot of like different, different thoughts and schemes and stuff that goes with 
you know, listening to a song and trying to curate uh, a video with the song. Because a lot of like artists, they'll they'll do a song and then just shoot the video, and the video has nothing to do with the song, and you're just looking at the yeah. video like, oh, the, the song would cool. be like the song would be the song would be titled "Outside with My Killers," but it'd be like fifty guys in the front room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We be crazy, man. So I always no. thought it was dope, like to get out there, man, and get out there and really do something, man. So like, I don't know if you guys checked out Building Booming, but like that's like when COVID first started, mm-hmm. we did Building Booming. I'm like, yo, we can't go outside. We are gonna do it in this building right here. <laughs> you know, just keep it, keep it authentic, raw and fresh, man. Yeah. no i love it man it's like the authenticity shows like i immediately thought of like nas and the projects and i just love y'all showcasing the shot because it's like you don't necessarily have to film something that's expensive or film something that's like out of reach to make it look dope right like even he's thinking about thinking about the fell in love with the money video you got too like you're like basically in a graffiti corner and it just looks so majestic the way that y'all did it yeah, with, with that video, Trill was like, yo, you got a plan for the video? I'm like, nope. Just um, record me. We're going to take a ride in the El Dorado, and we're going to ride around. I seen this spot, like, right off of Ashland. I'm like, yo, it looked real grimy over there, son. It's like graffiti, and it looked like people smoke crack right there. We're going to go right there, bro. <laughs> and everything was just right there already. It was perfect, man. I'm like, yo, I'm going to pull out all this water money, I went to the bank and grabbed like all hundreds, man. It was crazy. It's like live and direct, man. That that video was more so live and direct for show sure, on the go. Just hopping the whip and go. Yeah. Uh, Trill still made it cold. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah, you're man. Mom. Yeah, Trill to do on it, the man. go, in the go. Cause like again, I'm also thinking about like the common video corners, right? It's like you don't always have to go to these like touristy spots and no disrespect to Times Square and nothing like that. But it's like, you know, all these like recycled places that everyone wants to shoot, you know, like a scene or whatever. Just just go somewhere and make it happen on the go. Like you said. Yeah, we even went and that's what's crazy. I tried. I thought I was trying to cover every base. We even went to New York and shot a joint. Yeah. In Times yeah. Square. Oh, facts. <laughs> yeah, yes, we got um, the obligatory Times Square video, too. Like. Yeah, you know we just cover cover everything. We got all of that. We I, I definitely went there. It was crazy because we got there on the plane, and the lady was like, "Yo, we gonna shoot tomorrow. We gonna shoot tomorrow." I'm like, "Yo, we just got here. It's twelve o'clock at night." Matter of fact, I was with Jay, my guy with with the mask on. It was just me and him in New York. I'm like, "Yo, let's just shoot the video now." And we started shooting at like twelve o'clock at night. It's called "Let uh, Tell Me." And uh right, I saw that one. We end up going from twelve like, a, like some decent hits for that one, some decent views for that one. We went from like twelve to seven and seven in the morning, and it, it went perfect because Times Square was empty, everywhere was empty, mm-hmm. just like perfect. And it was it was dope, man. So yeah, I tried to cover I I thought I was I thought I was gonna be the man. I'm like, yo, I went to, I just went to New York by myself, no entourage, no security, and we just shot a video through the five barrels on the train. I know this gonna blow up, you feel me? But it did what it did. It did what it did. I'm uh, I'm sitting there plotting these new videos now, man, because I got I got some crazy I got some crazy names like uh with the with the songs that's coming out on this next album, like Streets of Rage. Uh, I got this joint jamming on the ones, you know what I'm saying? Like on under the Bill Cosby Act, you feel me? And, <laughs> 
the video is just gonna be crazy. I'm thinking all ideas, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna, I'm gonna come out a little, a little more harder with the more content for sure. And even if I gotta do like a two minute, three minute, little quick little video just to get some extra content on the reels, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a joint cater to each each joint on this next one for sure. So say a word about like some of the messages, right? Because you mentioned you have and your your kid this year, and then I think in one of your bars and one of the tracks you mentioned like. I think losing your pops or something like that, like oh no, pops. Um, I didn't. I didn't lose him. He just got to trap it. Man. Basically, pop pops got locked up like in ninety seven. Oh you know okay, so right, uh, right. He just got out probably like three years ago. So it was Word. it was crazy because I was on the South Chicago. I was not, like growing up on South Chicago without a pops. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't more so about that. It was more so like. I learned I learned how to, you know, make it without him. So it's like if you having a kid, I just try to preach that message, man. Don't go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, be the best father you can be. And somebody actually hit me up, like, yo, Bill, man, ever since I listened to that track, I became a better father. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope, bro. So, so that's what I be on, man. Just uh get money. Take care of your family. Only result to violence if you have to. Like if you hear most of my my bars when I'm actually talking to violence, it's more so like, yo, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay protected. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your family and just try to be the best you could be. That's the message, you know. Now that video flashbang. Now that 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 video is nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, the concept behind that video. How, how did how did that originate? So um shout out to um shout out to my man Los, you know what I'm saying? Uh he a uh, Hispanic cat man from up north. He always uh see me rock out at Sub T and he was like, yo, up north we do this joint called Battle for the Eagle, and it's nothing but breakdance and the graffiti and you know, I'm gonna try to get you on the mic, man. But I really wanted to get just get you there so you can meet all these DJs and stuff, man. Cause I feel like you dope. And at the time, we was dropping that album. I'm, I'm like, that's it's the intro off the joint. And basically, if you listen to that joint, it's like an old school feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to it again, it's like an old. It's like basically going back to the basics. It's them in like an '80s flow, '80s tempo. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was just perfect, man. It was like, yo. Actually, my guy Decker Durst, which is the producer, shot that video. Trill wasn't available that day. I'm like, yo, just bring the camera and just follow me around. And I'm going to walk up. I'm going to shake hands with Los. He's going to just introduce us to everybody. And that's how it was. We just shot as we kept going, man. He introduced me to somebody. Got the breakdance. And they was already doing like a breakdance battle. So it just went perfect, man. It it just went really perfect. Spray painting and everything, man. Yeah. We just went through and it just followed. It was just, it was organic, man. It just like followed it. And it just went perfect. It was a good idea at the right time, man. Taking advantage of the opportunity. Uh, I was waiting for Shad to show up in that video somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That definitely was all his swag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. my, my, my knees are no, no good doing backspins and 180s and flares anymore, man. I, yeah, I used to do all that in college and everything but you know it was it's also a dope video to see that the culture still lives on man because 
like today's music just doesn't showcase that anymore. It used to be so embedded with the music and with, you know what I'm saying, the whole hip hop culture, but everything's moved so far apart and far away from that now. Uh, in a sense, is you know, they're all credited as evolution, but sometimes everything doesn't evolve the way that it should. So I think it's cool to go back to the basics. Yeah, that video was definitely just to uh, display all the basics of hip hop. Man, I think you had every element of hip hop in that video, from the spray paint, sure. break dancing, to the to the flow. And I, I got like a really big Hispanic boost in, in it. Uh, everything like they respect me over there now, man. This is real dope, man. I got real connected through that video, man. It was epic. <laughs> it was epic for sure. So say a word about how you created your uh, your name, Velda General, because I'm not sure if it's like a riff on like, because we all know we got the bigs and the rap game and the lils. And then, you know, for a pocket of the time, it was blank the blank. But you put that Chicago, you know, duh on the middle. Yeah. Like the bears, the, you know, the, the bulls, like, like right. where, where does Velda General? Yes, yes, sir. Like, where, where does that come from? Uh, basically, like uh, when I was playing basketball, I was, they, they used to always call me the little general because I was man. the floor, floor general. And then, yeah. and then on top of that, I just felt like Chicago was a war zone. You know what I'm saying? If if you can make it here, you damn near surviving war. So it was just kind of slick for me to su survive it and still make money. So I just felt like the general in that way. And then uh, – Man, at the time when I had first started rapping, my uncle had went to war. He had went to, you know, did the Iraq thing. So it was like, yo, he had, you know, inspired me on the music side coming up a lot too. So it was like, it just kind of all went together. All three of those things played in from the streets, playing basketball. And then my uncle was like, yo, Veil the General. Now, I always wanted to do just Veil, but then I thought it'd be like too much like Nas, you know, just, just like flat. You know, then... uh. It just go together. Everybody always thought, like, man, Vail, did you go to war? Did you go to war? No, nah, I ain't never really went to war. I just survived on 58th, 58th in Michigan, right in the real hood. You know, it was different. Definitely was different. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. You think about it. I mean, hey, if you, you survived. I'm a West Sider, man. Then I went to school on the South Side. It's like it's like, it's like like being a day walker, man. You go you, you, you know, you know, <laughs> You're on the west side trying not to get shot or robbed. Then you, then you take that bus up west in the 79th, you get off on the 9, and you're like, God damn it. You know, that's one day. So, exactly. yeah, it builds character, man. You know, I, yeah, I learned. It definitely does. Yeah, I, I learned not to look at people too long, keep moving, don't ask no questions, and, and get on and off quick as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely, it definitely teaches you what you need. Cause, like, when I first started going to Atlanta, I did it on the bus and train. When I went for when I went to New York, it was bus and train. So everything I learned from here, I just applied it there, and I was able to move around pretty smooth. And until one one time in New York, I I went out there for a coast to coast battle, and I ended up coming in fourth out of forty, and I felt I won. And I went to a, a an interview in Long Island the next day. And uh, they was like, yo, you came in fourth at the big showdown yesterday. You going to Miami from that? They was like, yo, congratulations. I'm like, yo, I really won. I just didn't have any um, fans there. And they was like, yo, you know you disrespecting now? I'm like, who? They was like, yo, you disrespecting Grand Poover. And at the time, I'm like, yo, I don't know a Grand Poover. Whoever they is, they 
they they voted it wrong. I was number oh, one. Shit. <laughs> and the Damn. next day, they, the next day, I got an email. They was like, "Yo," and then another interview. I'm like, "Okay, man, New York taking off." The whole time, I just disrespect the Grand Poole. So <laughs> the next day, they sent me to a, a Brooklyn spot. So I'm. I'm I'm going to, I'm on my way to Brooklyn. It's low key like hurricane season going on in New York too. So it's like rain and it's dark and it's just continuously raining the whole day. And the spot, the address was under a bridge, man, next to water, man. I'm like, yo, this can't be right. But you know what? Uh, I think it's right. I got back in the Uber. I said, take me to this spot. I drove right around the corner. Say, yeah, this is the spot right here. I said, okay, maybe they want me to jump in the water. I'm gonna go ahead and go back to the crib. My Chicago flight <laughs> senses start tingling. Man, I got out of that jam, brother. <laughs> uh, but Yo, I, you can't never disrespect Grand Poop. And I did my research after that and said, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a setup, man. They they got you out there, man. <laughs> yeah, you were like, like, who is this nigga, man? But, you know, you found out who that nigga was. I mean, it's, now New York different, man. They they they, 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 they had to organize ass whoopings in New York. They like to organize it. Put it on yeah. the calendar, whooping your ass on Tuesday. That's how New York works. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, sitting there, I'm, I'm sitting there in the rain hitting dude up on the, on Facebook like yo I'm here at the spot all of a sudden he stopped answering I'm saying oh <laughs> phone about to die I said okay I'm gonna stop at this this bar I'm gonna sit down and have me a Jack Daniels I'm gonna ask them to charge my phone up and I'm gonna get out of this jam back to New Jersey I was staying in New Jersey at the time and I was on the train by myself well it's crazy <laughs> I got on the train that night and the, the subway ended up flooding. It was all kind of like crazy stuff that night. I said, "Yeah, it's time to leave New York, Jack." <laughs> it's getting Jersey, a little weird. Yeah, Jersey's like going to Indiana, man. Jersey's like Indiana, Chicago, man. The breaks, you out there? It, it ain't shit. It ain't shit, New Jersey. I mean, you know, New York different. Jersey closed at night. New York, Jersey is facing New York. You can see every goddamn day in New York just by being in Jersey. I see why by the Meadowlands around uh, Lyndhurst, Newark, the Briggs. You know, yeah. the airport, all Jamaicans in the airport. Everybody in the airport is Jamaican. And you be like, what the hell is going on in this airport? But yeah, New York, yeah, you know, LaGuardia and shit like that, easy to get into. It's hard to get out of Jersey. Your fucking plane still on the runway for like four hours. What you on it? I hate. I used to hate flying to New Jersey. But New York, you know, LGA, that tight-ass corner, you, you, when you land in New York, you get off base and walk downstairs, you're on the street at that point. That's how you know you're in New York. You're like, damn, this is raggedy as Definitely. hell, man. You, I mean, you, it, yeah, you, you feel those elements as soon as you come off the come off the plane. The worst thing, though, is the flying to Long Island. Uh, like, I flew, I flew into Long Island and didn't know, and I got off. I was like, yo, I need to go to, I need to go to Times Square, actually. It was <laughs> He was like, "Yeah, the the cab ride is three hundred dollars." I was like, yeah. "What the fuck are you talking about?" Boy, the metro train, the metro train from Madison Square Garden to Long Island was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, I'm on the way." They was like, "Yo, the, I think the ticket was like, whoa." I'm like, "Oh, it's only an hour away, man." New York very expensive, man, but it, it was a ball, man. Both times I went, man, for sure. Shit, think about me. Think about me. You got to when you drive into New York, New Jersey. You got to pay to go through like a Holland's Tunnel. You got to pay to get into the fucking city. And you yeah, know, those the tunnels first, are pricey. Man, first time I had to do that shit. I took a I took a taxi one time from fucking New York to fucking New Jersey. That shit was like three ninety. 
And I got there. I put. I charged it back to the company. That shit was crazy. They were like, "Where the fuck do you go?" I went from New York to New Jersey. They were like, "Why did you just fly your ass to New York?" I'm like, "I can't get no flight." So that's how I ended up having to go back and forth between New York and New Jersey. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how close it is, man. Because I think I, I recorded uh, Morse code in Washington D.C. And mm -hmm. from there, it was like, yo, I'm just going to go to New York and start getting, making, making, making footage and making the, uh, making connections now. And it was crazy because it was like, yo, about an hour or two away. <laughs> it's like, man, I wish yeah, stuff, was, stuff was close like that here, man. That was pretty, pretty dope. Man, that shit like driving downstate here, man. You can go to Philly. You can get, you can see every fucking area out there. Like, like Philly, Philly different. I, I don't know if you've seen Philly. Philly looks like, Man, it it like some shit over there by Midway. Philly is all bricks, you know. It's all bricks and no, it ain't got no gangways. Everything tight as fuck. Like you know, like New York ain't got no alleys, <laughs> and so garbage in front. The rats look like people. That shit. I mean, it's it's a different lifestyle, man. I mean, you know, like definitely uh, a different vibe. Shit. It's crazy, man. Because people they, sure. they people swear when they hear the music. Sometimes they like, yo, man, you sound like you from New York. It's like, no, nah, not ready, man. Not ready at all. It'd be crazy. I get that a lot, man. We just grew up listening to, you know, a lot of a lot of that golden area is coming from that way for sure. Yeah, for real. We just grew up listening to a lot of New York artists. For sure. Uh, you think about, like, you listen to Woo all day and stuff like that, and then you start sounding like them cats out there, and they come in and be like, you sure you ain't from where I'm from? That shit crazy, but, you know, it's, you know, like Philly sound different, Boston sound weird. Well, I ain't no knock the Boston people. They different. They got a whole different accent in Boston. It's yeah. like, yeah, I spent some time out there, and I was like, damn. So that's what y'all do out here. I mean, it's, I mean, but yes. you got you get you get you get you get jammed up out there in Boston real quick because they uh, it's historical. It's like you know, like New York is historic. Boston's older than New York in the way it felt when I was out there. I felt like I get a, you get a, a medieval ass whooping out here. Because you know Paul Revere's body is buried over here. You in downtown Boston, they freestyling outside the fucking hotel that's like 300 years old down there. And I'm like, this is this is nuts. But that's how they that's how they kick it out there. I mean, and you've been to Atlanta. Atlanta ain't nothing Atlanta would appear to be. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. That goes without saying. Yeah, Atlanta's Atlanta. dope though for those festivals. Oh, festival's dope, but you went to the you went to the underground and shit down there, right? You went to the underground. Yeah. yeah. You went to the warehouse clubs they got down there. Every fucking warehouse got a club inside of it in Atlanta. Yeah, it's it's a different animal, man. Atlanta Atlanta was fun though. It was fun, but it's it's definitely a different animal. For sure. I had I I ended up starting in College Park. Uh yeah, Right across the street from Titty Boy, his they was like, man, you know, you know, you know where you at? I say, no, I don't know why. I say, man, Titty Boy grew up right here. And I'm like, man, I know two chains. I don't know Titty Boy, man. But uh, I started there. Then I worked my way to uh, downtown. Um, then I went to Buckhead. You know, every time I went back to Atlanta, it just kept upgrading because I was meeting new connects and. Man, Buckhead is where it's at. I said, man, this the nice part. Then Sandy Springs with Diallo, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's why I say it's a different animal, man, because depending on where you at, it mm -hmm. looked totally different, man. Yeah, you have you have Buckhead with all the resale shops. They reselling high-end fashion out there. Crazy. It's like, you know, cat wear a Gucci shirt and sell it back, and somebody wearing that shirt the next day in, in Atlanta. They like to recycle clothes like crazy down there. 
it's a big market for it. Yeah, that resell the, the and the music down there. I mean, it's different, but I I mean, it's I, how they get down. Yeah, you see that under you see that three stack shit coming. Yeah, it's man, I'm, I'm I'm ready to hear it, man. If you play the flute, you know that's cool. <laughs> I just I saw like, him in the airport playing that. I saw him in the airport a couple of years back. And I was like, "That's Andre." And uh, one of my one of my guys I work with was like, "That is not that is not three stacks." I'm like, "That's three stacks playing a flute right now in Hearts." And he was standing there just playing it. People coming by throwing money at him. And I'm like, "Come on, man! What's wrong with this dude?" They was just like, "Yeah, he lost his way for a little bit." I'm like, "He ain't lose his way. He just chilling. <laughs> he didn't care that nobody bothered him." Yeah, he was just in the airport, man, just hanging out. Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see how it does, man. No, I actually want to. I actually want to see. I want to listen to it and give it a look and and see what it is. I mean, the, I'm gonna say it like this: like when I was having a hard time with like just listening to music, I would talk to my cousin Gallo that's that lives in Atlanta, like, and he was like, "You have to remove yourself from what you like, and because if you're listening it with your ear, looking for what you like." You're going to be disappointed because it's not going to be what you like. You have to just listen to it just for listening's sake. And then you can, you know, form an opinion and be like, okay, this is good. This is bad, right? But a lot of cats are like, man, this is trash. It's garbage. You ain't even heard it yet. So I'm going to listen to it and then I'll give my opinion on it. Uh, they real different. It's like you think about Thugger in that situation. It's like I, you know, first time I went to Atlanta and I, you know, everybody, you know, playing Thugger down there. And I'm like, what's it was this cat? And everybody's like, man, he hot down. He hot down here. And that was before he blew up. He was already hot in Atlanta. And, you know, everybody done looked at Thugger. And then you had like all these other smaller artists out there, you know, like uh, well, we here pretty much out of Atlanta was Outcast, Dungeon Family, stuff like that. But they got they're just like Chicago. They got a whole culture <laughs> that don't make it to they don't make it mainstream. You're like, man, that dude's nice, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, their production yeah. is different. Yeah, they are. Uh, the way they support each other is different too, man. It's like it's you know what I'm saying. If you think about Thugger, you you see Gunner came from under him and it, 21 Savage, and it's just like branches and branches and branches, and they all put it, you know, everybody feature with each other and work with each other. That's the only thing I wish Chicago had. It'd be more so like, you know, comp- too much competition, man. Yeah. And it was crazy because back in the day, my PR told me, he was like, yo, I think you need to move to Atlanta. And it was like, nah, I wanted, I was kind of hard hit. I'm like, yo, I want to be, I, I think I'm so cold, I should be able to do it from here. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to do it from here. But it's crazy because he's like, man, you know, uh, Chicago, the way the way the music scene worked there is like a toilet that flushes the opposite way. So instead of the instead of all the bullshit going down, it just comes back up. <laughs> and it finally makes sense now, like years later, man. It's crazy. But I salute Atlanta, man, because they definitely, you know, like be working, man, together and everything. They be uh, definitely working. Man, I don't think Chicago get enough respect, man. I don't think we get enough respect, and that's because we don't work together. You know what I'm saying? If, I think if we all work together the way other cities did, then we'll get our respect. You feel me? Because there's a lot of low-key great artists in Chicago that just you won't help worldwide. You feel me? It's, that's a problem with me. So I always kind of wanted to, like, bring light to Chicago and other Chicago artists. So that's why sometimes you'll see me 
do most of my features with Chicago artists or most of my producers, uh, you know, the beats to be coming from Chicago producers for sure. And when I do step out, it'd be like to an artist that I respect, like Smoke Dizzle or Jada Kiss mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, you're right about that. Every time, you know, we do interviews on this show sometimes, you get artists, the first thing, I moved to California, I moved to Atlanta, or, I, you know, I went to New York. It's like we had we had one guy on the show, he was just like, he went to, you know, he blew up, he blew up out in California just doing, like, social media stuff. He was doing it here, and nobody, nobody rocked with him. So he moved to California, you know, went out there, nothing. You know, went out there, started from scratch, built up and everything. He's like, I could probably come back to Chicago and be rich because, you know, I'm, I'm getting that L.A. money. It's different than that Chicago money. He's talking about moving back. But yeah, it, it's hard here, man. I mean, I see so you see so many artists. You see, like you know, we get a lot of artists on the show, and everybody tell that same story, Val, where they like, don't nobody want to work with me. Well, I'm trying to work, or you know, you think you got all these people, everybody, everybody rocking out at sub T, but everybody at sub T don't mess with everybody. So it's right. it's a it's a it's a whole big community, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, man, but it's I think it's getting a little better, man. Uh, just over the last couple of years, man, the way I think people starting to realize so you'll see a lot of shows and you know you see a Vic Spencer AM early morning you know all on the same bill you feel me so I think that it's coming together a little bit better but it's still I feel like it's just not one artist to that like kick the door down and say like all right well this is that so that's what I was that's what I was trying to do like you know I'm trying to kick the door down I'm just put on the artists that I know deserve it you know what I'm saying but it, I think it need to come from a, a, a a higher place, like you know, as far as like Kanye, he tried to do it, but he, you know, he he put a uh, King Louis, Lil Durk on his album, you know what I'm saying, opposed to somebody you would think he should be working with, you know, from here and that thing. So I think it it got to come from like one of those cats. So that's why I'm reaching out to Common for a feature on this next album, man. Working on that, like that's in the works right now, man. Because I just need to get like attract one of the gods you know what i'm saying from here i think that'll open up the door where everybody from here be like yo we yeah we, we this this is the way right here for sure uh, i just gotta ride that wave pretty much you think about it i mean yeah whatever we can do in that, that situation because a lot of the times there's so much man synergy amongst these amongst these cats like you know we had one guy on the show he told a kanye story we had to pause on that <laughs> because you know like when you talk about this stuff you'd be like it's okay to talk about it. He's like, yeah, it's okay to talk about it. Because, you know, everybody got their own different experiences with different artists and different producers. And, right. you know, you get to, you know, you start talking no ID. You know, I'm a West Sider. We got twisted down the street, literally. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm 16th on the West Side. So, like, I right. walked down the street and I got twisted treat, uh, teaching gun control. <laughs> That's what he do now. So, you know, yeah. he, uh, and you got a little shop down the street and everything. So, yeah, you know, you got Danny Boy, you know, a couple of my guys still in that world. And you know, it, it's everybody's connected by six degrees of separation, pretty much in Chicago. It's just a matter of just making everybody just work together at this point. Something down you know, yeah. you know, everybody should be able to get money. That's why I look at it in that situation. Why not? You know, when you get to go upstairs, by the stove, yeah. I keep hearing yeah. uh, We For all sure. doing it. Yeah, we all doing the same stuff. So it don't make a difference. Like you know, you put this person on, you know somebody. Hey, it go it go it go his information. Go ahead and holler at him and see what you can get done at that point. You know, like, like, like you know, with um with you know with no stage with Jay and everything, they rocked that whole north side. 
they route that north side all the way down to Reggie's. You know, Reggie's over there off of um, Cermak. That's exactly. the spot. And then, you know, you got uh, you got Crave. You got all, I know you know what Crave is. So you got Crave yeah. and the rest of them dudes. You know, Gold Boost. Crave is, Crave is cool as hell, man. So, you know, he goes into different personas, different personalities. You know, he got, you know, he, you know, he a graffiti artist. You know, he all over the city. I saw his work by my house the other day. I said, what the hell? Took a picture. Yeah. I ain't sending it to him yet. Be like, I know, you know, that was you by my house. I saw, I see your, your signature, man. But it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of people that can work with each other in that situation. Chicago just got to unite a little bit better. You know, you got a lot yeah. of artists here. For sure. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, what I mean, who who what Chicago artists besides coming what you want to work with? Who's that? Who's who's your dream Chicago artist? Lupe Fiasco. Yes, sir. Lupe. I think Lupe, man, I don't think you get enough respect when it comes to like uh as far as like on that Chicago uh, Lupe up there, man. His uh, he got one so. of the craziest flows from Chicago to me, man. It would definitely be Lupe, uh, always Twister, uh, Do or Die. You know, they got a lot of, you know, they got a lot of uh, influence on that. Uh, as far as, like, on the mainstream side, maybe, like, a little, uh, maybe, like, a G Herbo or something. Maybe I could I'd do something with him, but it's not really a, 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 a need. I feel like a, it's like more so a thirst. Like, man, I, I, I will, I'll, I'll be honored to do a song, with Lupe. You feel me? Common, uh, Twister, Shauna, mm-hmm. Shauna, pretty dope, man. I'm, you know, Shauna, Shauna go crazy yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, she been, she been doing it for a minute, man. I remember yeah. uh, her, 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 yeah, her daddy, man. Everybody know Buddy, and then you know. Yeah. George. I don't even, I know back in the day she was a little thug, but man, now she's, she, she's tough. Yeah, that's it, man. She like, she'll take your money, man, back in the day, take your wallet. But, you know, now you see her, you be like, I, I give you my wallet, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. She like that, yeah. Yeah, she cool people, though. I mean, you get into, like, man, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people out there, though, man. Like, you know, we bump in, like, you know, I grew up out west bumping to the flick all the time. And you got, <laughs> and everybody be like, man, what they like about, you know, conflict, they they who they is, man. They always been that way. You know, like, um, yeah. yeah, I'm from, uh, my sister was 60644, so we grew up, uh, like, yeah, the Brad, the Brad was not that far from my grammar school. Her daddy's name was Poppy. He used to always rock around the block. You know, that's when we had winos back in the day. And so had to always be drunk off the off the bones farm. So my yeah. daughter, my, my daughter flow better than everybody flow out here. And you're like, man, what are you talking about? And we figured out, you know, oh, that's your, your, your that's your daughter. I'm like, yeah, you know, his daughter's the brat. You know, we're like, oh, okay, all right. So yeah, she been she been rocking out for a long time. You yeah, had uh, 
snipers. You know, I don't know if you remember snipers. You had uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of rappers. Yes, a lot sir. of rappers. Yeah, I still I still remember the first time I heard cycle drama on the radio. Man, I was like, damn, nuisance is killing this track, man. Yeah, and and like most of the artists you name, they really protect that Chicago sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like uh. We got a we got a real unique sound like that do or die that snipers that mm -hmm. psychodrama. It's it's a certain type of swag and a sound to it, man. That's that's just crazy, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's what drove them CD them big giant CD cases back in the day. Child know about that. Walk around with three hundred discs. Oh uh, yeah, I definitely discs. used to walk around with my book. Was, you have to have your yeah, book ready. That, that leather joint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unzip yeah. it. Folks want to know what you was listening to. At, you had to have your joints in alphabetical order too, the right way. And you just had your little tracks. If you had a little burn CD, you had to have oh, yeah. a label. Yeah. It was crazy. It's tough. Now it's just all on your phone. Yeah, everything's on your phone. Man, every time I drive by George's music room on Roosevelt, I just sit there and stare for a minute. It's it's you no, know, it's deserted now, but that spot, man. I remember going up there, you know, funniest dude I met up there was Mace, man. When growing in high school, <laughs> and that dude Mace, man, he really sound like that. So, you know, he up there, what well, you want me to sign for you? I'm like, man, I don't, I don't really want no autograph, man. I'm a man like you, man. I was in high school. He was like, what you want for me? Then? I was like, man, just come, you just come and see if you was real. He was like, oh, man, nigga move. <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was up there, you know, R. Kelly was living on the west side at that time, you know, popping up at George's all the time. I mean, that George's music room, man, you see yeah, everybody up there. Yeah, it's hard to get into. George Lowkey just opened up a liquor store right off 55th about a gar uh, Garfield, man. He got a liquor store. He definitely did. Yeah, I heard about <laughs> that. He got a liquor yeah. store this way. Yeah, he, he tough, man. He's still making money moves and still connected, too. Yeah, he was on libations now, huh? Yeah, he was up. He was in Midway Airport for a minute selling vinyl. Yeah, he tough. Yeah, man, George, yeah, Georgia beast, man. <laughs> you know, he tell, yeah, he to tell. I remember the first time when that about the CD. He was like, "If you ain't got thirty dollars for uh, for life after death, then you can step over there." You know, you can go buy from the, you can buy from the place that sells the greens and the macaroni. You go to Max over there on, on Madison, get your ass robbed. <laughs> Just, yeah, because Max, man, we had a spot on the west side called Max, man. You could drive through the drive through and order a CD. And you pull up. And they, you pull up and they, uh, you know, they throwing, they false flagging at you. They throwing up shit at you. I'm like, nah, I just want a CD, man. That's all, all I want the CD. Yeah, I wet, I wet's a different breed, man, but it's love, man. Yeah, so it's all breed. Right, Most man. times when I'm out there, it was, it was always love, man, for sure. You know, West Side different. West Side, they go bust your head, they don't bust your shit, and then they're gonna be cool with you 15 minutes later. So out south, they're gonna shoot the head up, man. It's it's different. You know, uh, I just learned that, you know, just how you move and just man, just try to stay neutral in that stuff out. That's all you can do. Yes, sir. So, so don't pick no side. If you pick a side, that's whole that's a whole different war, man. For sure. All right, man. Right, I'm gonna do this, man. I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna get back to the other side of the business. <laughs> I see shot. I see shot and went back and went back to the to the other world. I see. <laughs> so, yes, sir. Uh, right, man, man. Well, I, well, I definitely appreciate you having me on, man. Like I said, man, I'm gonna drop a new joint. I send you a copy. You know what I'm saying on the house, man. I appreciate you and uh, 
man, any time, just hit me up. I got you for sure. Nah, right, we'll think about that, man. I know where you at. I know, yeah, definitely. I, I rolled through or something like that. Yeah, you do another show or something, just let me know. You know, definitely be up there. All right, for sure, man. I definitely yeah. appreciate you, bro. Salute. All right, salute, bro. What's up? All right. I'm the hardest nigga rapping in Illinois. For sure, we driving, motherfucker, that's Illinois. Pops got locked up, did a lot of time for selling bull. Selling dope, following his footsteps, I was hella annoyed. Heck, you know, I'm feeling wrong in the pellet car. Watch how you slamming the door on that Chevy bar. That's antique. Something different is so unique. I shoot him in his face from deep. I'm Fred Van Vliet. Retro ones stay on my damn feet till they beat. Pull up on your block with a damn fleet of them cheats. Doors off. Stay on point, never doze off. Got your chick with my chick, taking her clothes off. Calabunga, smoke the thunder, the gunja. Hit your bitch with this plunger till she slumber. She says she in love with me. In love with the lumber She loves silence Gave her ass an extra cucumber Boom shakalaka Veil back with a head knocker Riding in the palace All about the dollars Flow promises Grammar school Been all about the commas Fucking with me It's not an option Boom shakalaka Veil back with a head knocker Riding in palace All about the dollars Flow promises Grammar school Been all about the commas Fucking with me It's not an option Catch me rocking camouflage, rent his cars in my garage. Bad chicks, two at a time, give me a massage. Did get hard, might turn to a Nicki Minaj. I seen my dreams turn quickly to a mirage. Rappers wearing fools, gold, they all facade. That whack music don't ever get no play up in my rise. This shit arrived, but his shit not fucking with mine. Gotta use extra elbow grease, trying to shine. Every day I'm on my grind, man, it's hard to unwind. That's why I get high off the best lie. Sip some wine like LeBron. I done failed 99 times, but I get up 100, chase my dreams to keep that eye. Soon as I come to the crib, I'm peeking through the blinds. You only roll with wolves with me and my niggas is lines. Young king shit, man, I'ma get what I decide. Told them haters, greatness takes some time. Boom, shakalaka, veil back with a head knocker. Riding in the palace, all about the dollars. Flow promises, grammar school, been all about the commas. Fucking with me, it's not an option. Boom, shakalaka, veil back with a head knocker. Riding in palace, all about the dollars. Flow promises, grammar school, been all about the commas. Fucking with me, it's not an option. It's the general.